I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. In Libya, protesters barged into the National Congress today. They were reportedly upset with the prime minister's proposed cabinet. A year after the fall of Muammar Gaddafi, many Libyans complain the current government is not doing enough to solve their problems. One issue is housing. Reporter Marine Alavesi visited some of the families in Tripoli who have literally moved into the ruins of the Gaddafi regime. She caught up with them as they celebrated the Feast of Sacrifice on the last day of the Muslim holiday Eid al-Adha. Seven-year-old Mohammed ties a yellow leash around the neck of a sheep and takes the reluctant animal for a walk. Mohammed and his father, Hassan, have just returned from Eid's morning prayer. Home for them is right in front of a flattened building. Part of the roof hangs down on twisted cables as if it were refusing to collapse more than a year after Tripoli's fiercest battle unfolded here. He's one of the revolutionaries who conquered Bab The onslaught of Bab was a turning point for Hassan and for Libya's former regime. Under Gaddafi's rule, Babalazizia was a military fortress. Most Libyans were afraid to even look up at its outer walls, Hassan says, but fear competed with curiosity. He always wanted to see what's inside. And he says once he, he got a flat tire in front of the gate and they came rushing to him with their guns. Move, move, you have to move right now. And I thought to myself, one day I'm just going to go in, inside there. And here I am living, actually not just going in there, living in here. About 120 families have settled in the abundant complex over the past year. Hassan lives on government assistance, about $300 a month for his family of six. He used to spend most of that on rent. Now he's squatting here for free in the midst of rubble. Hassan's closest neighbor, Salma, says no one in Libya should have to live like this. The country has always been so rich, she says, so why are we so poor? Salma invites me inside what looks like a former storage unit. The walls and roof are still standing firm, that's all there is. She uses a portable gas stove as a kitchen and a paint bucket as a toilet. She says she couldn't afford a sheep for Eid. Hassan got his for $440. He sold his car and brought a cheaper one just so he could carry out the ritual slaughter. Hassan makes a quick deep cut in the sheep's throat. Then he skins the animal as his wife kindles a flame on their grill. After they finish the skinning, they'll take the insides out, the internals out. Then comes the chopping and the slicing of the meat. Chewing on a piece of raw liver, Hassan says Libya's prime minister paid them a visit a month ago and promised to resettle the families in proper homes. But he says the prime minister obviously has more pressing issues on his hands. Meanwhile, other Libyans are making use of this former military compound. They're dumping their trash here. Mountains of broken furniture, old tires and ragged clothes clutter the surroundings on top of debris. Hassan says it's annoying, but he doesn't take it personally. It feels good to dump trash at the place where we were not even allowed to just stand in front of it. But now it's a dumpster for us. A dumpster for many and a home for some.
Hassan's wife sweeps out the courtyard and washes the blood away. For the world, I'm Marine Olivesi in Babel Azizia, Tripoli. You can get a taste of what it's like living in the ruins of Gaddafi's compound. We've got a slideshow. Check it out at theworld.org.